Welcome back to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. Thanks for listening. Today's episode delves into Nick's lost love for Lyle Lovett. It sounds like an album title, right? Lost love for Lyle Lovett. It's not really a lost love so much as love deferred and then rediscovered. This podcast actually made me into a Lyle Lovett fan. I listened to one song by him on Nick's recommendation, and now I have half a dozen of his songs on my playlist. Listen into today's show, and who knows? Maybe you'll be adding Lyle to your playlist, too. Enjoy. I, I would like to know what happened to Lyle Lovett, though. Because Is he not around anymore? Oh, no. He's still around. He's still around. So I was um, taking a class uh, from the Humor Mill. It's a free sketch writing class. The Humor Mill in Winter Springs. Yeah. They're like right here. Why don't I know these people? Uh, I don't know. They do improv and sketch comedy right in my own neighborhood, and I've never met them. Yeah. Do I know anybody from that group? Uh, I don't know. It's the first time I'm meeting. The gentleman's name is Kelly, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I saw a thing that they're offering a free four-week class, an hour a week online, and so I was nice. like, yeah, why not? You. Yeah. See, that's you, lifelong learner. You're like, that seems interesting to me. I'll be willing to make that commitment, and I bet it's something you turn out to be good at. Oh, and I just like having, you know, having deadlines too. Yeah. Like it makes you more open to, or makes you more willing to do stuff. It comes up, you know, I came up with a couple of ideas that I really like so far. Only taking the first class, but, you know, it, hoping it to do more. It makes you, that's the thing. Yeah. The deadlines make you or you're dead. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Oh, that's very <laughs> fatalistic. That's the exact word that I would have used for that. Yeah. Fatalistic. Thank you. You're welcome. So we're doing the first one. And so he's going through some of the exercises that he's done and he's, uh, you know, uh, been up and done training at second city up in Chicago and has been doing humor mill and sketch comedy for a while now. And he, one of the exercises was just take a song and write down the lyrics for the next minute, three minutes. I can't remember how long it was. Just write the lyrics to this song as just like a warming up exercise of writing. Hmm. And I picked the, one of the songs that I know that I've memorized because it's one of the best written songs that I think I've ever heard. It's by Lyle Lovett. Wow. What's the name of this song? It is um, Her First Mistake. Her First Mistake. Okay. Yeah. I'm, so I'm I would encourage you to go listen yeah. to this and really listen to it. Yeah. So I was writing the lyrics and I was surprising myself because I hadn't thought of Lyle Lovett in a long time. And I used to go to all of his shows, all of his tours. If he did two dates in Florida, like I've taken my my dad to one. I've taken my, when he played up in Ohio, I made a trip up there so I could take my goddaughter to one. But I haven't thought about him in years. Like I barely listened to his yeah. stuff in years. And so I started seeing, it was weird, obviously, because maybe I said Lyle Love It Out Loud. And so Facebook started pushing, uh, he's doing little shows with uh, different singer songwriters. So like this week it was Sarah McLaughlin. And I a couple weeks her. ago was uh, Michael, um, who's the guy, the bluesy kind of piano guy. I keep forgetting yeah. not in love yes, anymore. Michael. Samson. Michael. Right. I know him because he was yeah. Doobie Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. McDonald. Thinking, Michael McDonald. Thank you. I couldn't think of anybody. Michael Myers. Yeah. I'm like murderer, comedian. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I was like, "It's why don't I watch this? Why don't I?" And more yeah. than that, why don't I have the desire to seek him out anymore? Yeah, did you get your feel? Maybe, uh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. 
I don't know. It's weird, like to to do that with um like Kevin Smith or you know a movie person yeah. or a book person too. Like you mentioned Stephen King in a different episode. Yeah. Like I haven't read any Stephen King in a while. I haven't read any by these three authors that I really like. A lot yeah. of the authors I like are dead, but you know. I think we undulate in in our tastes sometimes because the same thing. It's same true for Stephen King. I read a ton of his stuff, then I didn't read any of his stuff for a long time, then I read a ton of his stuff. Uh, and I do, I purposely OD on stuff. We've talked about this before where I, if I get a song that I like, I'm going to play it until I'm sick of it. I'm going to sing it everywhere I go. And then ultimately I want nothing to do with it after that. You know, so it, it, it that's interesting because I couldn't, I couldn't name one Lyle Lovett song. I, the only thing I know about Lyle Lovett is that he's, he's very renowned for his, for his musicianship. And, uh, he was married to Julia Roberts for a short stint, you know, which is sad Lyle, I love it because I think his talent supersedes his romantic relationship. Clearly, oh, for sure. It lasted longer than I that. I mean, that's right? true for a lot of artists, but yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I think being an artist, uh, especially a nationally recognized artist, has got to be like suicide for a relationship. It's just there's too much. Oh, Bill Gates, Melinda Gates. What the? I was really surprised by that. I was rooting for them. I was I too. Was rooting them. I, you know, I, I remember when they got married and I told them, like, you guys, I know this is going to be tough. I know this is not the easiest relationship to be in. Yes, you friend. got a foundation um, and you have a foundation. So you have a foundation in marriage and then you have a foundation, uh, you know, that you're committing money to and you're charitable and all yeah. that. I was like, that's, this is not easy. That's what, you yeah. guys, and you know, have to work you at know. it. Yeah. You're going to have to work. You know how many foundations I have? Yeah, mostly on sand. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's shifting. It's yeah. good. Yeah. But you know something? I wish I wish they had listened to you. You're a good friend, and they they don't really deserve to have you. If I were you, I'd divorce myself from both of them. I mean, I did not win the betting pool in terms of how long they were going to last. <laughs> I had three months. No, yeah. did you really tell me you didn't really vote to bet against them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's all. I, I mean, if you them. saw them together, I, you know something. I most recently I just saw them together right. like for the first time, right. and. It didn't seem like they were the kind of people that would end up together. Well, uh, they had a successful relationship because they were almost never in the same room. That, I think that was yeah. probably it. That was probably it. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. It's difficult to decipher a relationship from the outside, especially when you don't know the two parties whatsoever. Although in the case of Lyle Lovett and Julia Roberts, I felt like I kind of knew what she was thinking. Having listened to all of his music over and over again and seeing him in concerts multiple times, I have a crush on him, so I'm assuming his quick wit and musical talent caused the same reaction in her. Have a great day.